Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. I've got a great guest. I've got my co-host. He's a champ. He's had some medical problems. Sound a bit awful, but he seems to be recovering. So it's great to have Andrew back. We've got a great guest. We've got Sam from Day to Join. I'm going to let Sam quickly introduce himself. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his surname. As you know, Tribe, I just butcher some names and I have no idea on this one. So I'm not going to insult the man. So, Sam, can you give us a quick 10, 20 second intro about you and what you do at Day to Join? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show, John and Andrew. No worries on the last name. Uh, <laughs> my name is Sam Fonoy Moana. That's a Samoan last name. I'm a, I'm a Polynesian. I'm Hawaiian and Samoan. Uh, I'm the founder and CEO of Data Join. And, you know, we call ourselves, we, we always say we're not a marketer, but we're a marketer's best friend. And what we do at Data Join is really to help all marketing teams connect data interconnect all data across all of their systems and that's what that's what we do in a nutshell so that's great and andrew would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers sure i'm andrew palmer co-founder of bertha.ai which uh, helps you write where you work specifically within wordpress that's great and before we go into this great interview i've got a couple messages from our major sponsors we'll be back in a few moments Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations, and on the pro plans, malware scanning, and auto fix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. We're coming back. I just want to point out that you can sign up for the WP Tonic newsletter. Um, I do a weekly newsletter. We choose I choose one of the stories of our Friday show, and we exp- it's all about tech and WordPress. You can get that by going over to WP Tonic slash newsletter. Uh, you can also there's a list of special offers from our sponsors and recommendations. There's a load of goodies on that page. So sign up for the free newsletter. It's great. So we'll go straight into it, Sam. So maybe you can give us some background about how you got involved in tech because um, by your bio, you did uh, your MBA um, at Brigham Young University. Um, So how did you get into tech and then how did... Um, data join star and your involvement in that? Sure. 
as far as how I got into tech, I mean, when I when I think back on it, um, I think there's really two things. First, in in college, I think I was I was introduced. I, I think the seeds were planted in a couple of uh, information systems courses I had in college. That's the first thing that comes to mind. And then second is just purely by chance. I mean, and and we'll talk a little bit about about the the journey that I took to get here, but. Um, as far as, you know, back in college, I studied entrepreneurship uh, as an undergrad at Brigham Young University. And then I went back for the MBA program and I studied finance. And so, you know, in, in, in the midst of studying about, you know, lifetime value of money, EBITDA, debits and credits, I had a couple of courses. You know, the first one was on Microsoft Excel. And the first time I opened up uh, Excel, I did not know what I was looking at, a bunch of rectangles on the screen, um, which is funny to think about now that I, I, I love Excel and I feel I'm pretty, pretty good at it now. Um, and then the, the second information systems course was on VBA, Visual Basic, uh, basically the, the programming languages inside of Excel to automate spreadsheets beyond the functions. And um, yeah, so, so both of those classes, you know, I, I thought to myself, wow, this is cool. You can automate things. And I don't know how I'm going to use this in the future, but I think I that I'd like to use this somehow inside of the future. So I kind of, you know, tucked that thought away to, to to the back of my mind. But that really, you know, planted the seeds for me of that this idea that you can automate things through programming. Um, and then as far as as far as purely by chance, I mean, my my jobs out of college were you know exporting cereal and and late quarters to to Tahiti. That was my first job. Uh, that's definitely a far cry from tech where I'm at today. My my, my second job was, um, you know, was working for this turbo shop. You know, they would install turbos on everything from Mustangs to uh, family minivans, right? And so, once again, kind of another, you know, definitely far from where I'm at today in tech. And then, and then my third job was a scrapbooking company. It was like the, this publication for scrapbookers. And uh, it's like the Sports Illustrated of scrapbooking. So th- those are my <laughs> first three jobs out of out of college, and uh, so that's why I say pure, purely by chance. You know, uh, I I ended up, you know, me along with the entire finance team when I was working for that scrapbooking company, uh, we got acquired by by a bigger scrapbooking company publication, and the entire finance team got laid off, and. You know, one day passes by. I remember it was it was right before the Fourth of July. I was flipping burgers. I just got laid off, and uh, um, just thinking, "Wow, well, it shouldn't take me too long to land another finance job because that was that was my training." Um, one day passes by. One week, one month turns into six months, and you know, I, I had made it to the final interview stage of ten different companies. You know, at, at different healthcare companies, financial institutions, retailers. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, not, none of them panned out. Um, you know, my my cousin who works for a tech company, he called me up. He said, "Hey Sam, are you a statistician?" And I looked at him. I said, yeah. "Oh, I am there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a statistician. I got six months, you know, of no, I'm a statistician." And so I <laughs> the call, and I I called my buddy who who's an actuary just to make sure I got. I know what I'm talking about with my regression and my ANO and my T-test, all that stuff I learned in school. He said, hey, your understanding is good enough. So I went and got that job and and there I was, bam. I, all of a sudden, I'm in a tech company. I went from scrapbooking company to a tech company and uh, the rest is history. Now, I've, I've only been in tech since then. Cool. So, so on, on the um, 
on the tech company. So how did you transition? How long were you in the working for in the tech company when you realized that your qualification or your your study for entrepreneurship suddenly came about? Was it a light bulb moment? Or was it a was it a how did it start? Like a side hustle or, or or did somebody ask you a question? How did you get into data join? What what made what was the decision making process and 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 path towards that? Yeah, so for me, you know, when when, when I started at that company, uh, the, the company is called One on One Marketing. Um, you know, they hired me as a chief statistician, but really the 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 biggest problem that I solved the whole time I was there, and really where I made my mark at the company, was was combining data from from disparate data sources. Like that, that really was it. And you know, at this time in my career, I did know how to use Excel pretty well. And I had dabbled in Visual Basic, um, but you know the the problem at one on one marketing was that um, we were spending money on marketing millions of dollars each month, and we were generating leads for for profit universities like University of Phoenix, and the final success metric is you know wasn't the lead, um, it's actually if that lead enrolled at at the university you know, and so the University of Phoenix had that data. We had all the marketing data. We, we knew what the cost per lead was, but we did not know what the cost per student enrollment was. And so that right there, I mean, that really was my first glimpse into a problem that I then saw at, at many, many companies after. And this idea that data, you know, marketing data is separated from the final outcome data, which is normally sales data. And that's a problem for marketers because they have a hard time being able to do attribution. Uh, they have a hard time being able to activate, um, you know, without having those two data sets uh, connected. So that's really what got me, you know, into tech and into data join, like what we do today. I mean, I went, I went from one-on-one marketing to ancestry.com, you know, a much bigger company that's well-known, same, same issues there, right? They're spending money, but they don't have a really good grasp on, on how that's, you know, turning into, you know, bill throughs on the trials and renewals. So yeah, so it's a bit a problem that needs to be solved for a lot of people. Go on, John. Yeah, sorry. So maybe you can give us some background, a quick intro of what Data Join does, Sam. Sure. So so Data Join, what it does is it's really taking this this concept of uh, of connecting data from systems, but to me it takes it to this crazy level of what I like to call activation. And so, for example, um, you know, getting Salesforce data for leads that have um, that have converted to a customer, and being able to pipe that back into Facebook ads or back into Google ads. So instead of you know optimizing you know to a cost per click, you can now optimize to revenue, right? Cost per revenue or cost per opportunity, and it's just a much you know higher quality uh, metric to be able to optimize to rather than something that's higher up in the funnel. So we could take data, you know, across all the different marketing systems and send it to another system. So this is, you know, and this is web analytics data, sending it into, into your marketing automation platform, which is what, you know, I spoke about yesterday at Adobe Experience Makers, right? Um, and, you know, sending data from your marketing automation into your ad platforms. So marketers have all the data they need, they're sitting on it, but it's just in different systems. And so, Data join is all about getting that data not into a spreadsheet or into a chart, but getting it directly into the systems that the marketers are using. So they have all the customer journey data, but right at home where they work every day. All right. 
turning that into cash in, in fact turning the cash into cash because you're you, you know you you can you can you can say okay my my cost of acquisition is this much but you can't really people aren't really analyzing that cost of acquisition against return on investment right so it, they're two separate things so what you're doing is you're saying okay we've we've got a cost of acquisition this is how much we've made from that acquisition or how long the pathway will take for us to make to, to make money from that acquisition, depending on the cost of acquisition. And we're, we're then taking that data, throwing it back into the ad platforms and saying, we only want to we, we only want to remarket to these guys. Right. Because that's what I mean. Turning cash into cash. Yeah, that's so a great it's a it's a great little system you've got going on. Though. It's uh, interesting. Who, who, who are your top clients? What are your what are, what are your who what clients do you aim at you know we've been going with no nobody knows who i am or nobody knows who data join is right so uh, for me i've had to partner with a much bigger ship you know much bigger horse which is adobe and so adobe's partner adobe's customers have been my customers so right to date you know all of our customers are fortune 500 enterprises they are in the b2b marketing space mostly um, but I don't think it's limited to just that. I think, you know, we've just been kind of fed you know, the, these these leads, which we love. I mean, these these logos, I, I, I can't believe that I'm working with, with these companies, you know. If, if I well, you'll be working with another big one in a minute, won't you? Figma, who, who Adobe have just done a deal to buy for $20 billion. So that's a nice client to add to your list, Sam, straight away. Jonathan, back to you. <laughs> yeah, so what has been... What's been a cup one or two of the biggest challenges that you and your team have faced in developing data join? I mean, for me, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, how do we do more with less? Um, you know, in the earlier days, it was just me and me and one other person, uh, Nate Jackson, and we were, you know, selling to Workday and. You know, Workday probably thought we had a huge, you know, workforce, but they didn't know that um, it was just me and Nate Jackson kind of behind the scenes. And and so how, how do we do more with less? I mean, so that's something where Nate and I had to learn a lot of different skill sets. I mean, I was already skilled at data engineering, and so I can handle a lot of that work. But, you know, we have when we have to handle the marketing and the sales and the biz dev and the partnerships, um, you know, the, that was a lot of long days. I'll, I'll say that, and uh, a lot of stressful uh, cycles, you know, for for Nate and I in those early years. And you know, I I, I still try to continue that same uh, culture. With you know, even we we got funded um, this year, our seed round. We have a lot more customers in those early days, but I try to keep that same culture. Like, hey, how can we do more with less? The cavalry is not coming. We are the cavalry. Um, you know, that's one of our, our mission. Our second mission statement is, you know, find a way. So I think um, that's always been a challenge, but it's one that, that I relish. It's one that I'm just used to. Um, I think I think you're describing the journey of every single startup in the world, aren't you? You know, I'm involved in a startup. Jonathan's got a business. He's the, the head of his business. He's got to use, you know, disparate developers here and there or freelancers or design. And this is why the success of things like Figma and the success of things like design houses that accept unlimited orders for, you know, for people like us to go around, you know, we've got, you know, the, the, the key is to fool is not to fool people or to impress people in as much as the, you are, 
a bigger team than you are. And there's never an excuse for not giving great support. You can't ever say, well, we're a startup. We're not, we can't get back to you within 40 hours. You've 48 hours, you've got to get back to them almost instantly. So I notice you've got a family member working with you. How's that going? It's good. You know, I've got a big family, so I just pick, uh, I pick the best of the best. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't don't show this to, to, to my family. Can't have a favorite son, nephew, or or you know whatever. Can you? Not allowed. <laughs> that, that's that's my brother's son, and you know he he's great. Uh, he graduated with top marks from. From his university, and uh, just just willing to do, really doing a good job with marketing for us. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but before we go for our break, Sam, um, obviously you're doing work for mostly with Adobe as a partner, and you're doing work with these Fortune. So what? So data join is it? Is it obviously it's a web based platform, and it provides a number of kind of API or that can join certain data to other data so you basically have more insight about the whole marketing process. Am I doing a reasonable job surmising something that's very complicated? Yeah, that that's uh, that's a great job right there. I mean, we, we call them micro integrations. That's a term that that we're that we're coining at data join. Um, I think when people think of integration, they get probably some of them get stressed out. They they get the shivers because they know that's a, that's a big um, process and a big undertaking for most companies. So for us, it's like, now nah, we, we can help you skip the IT line because we do micro integrations and they're just, they're fast. I mean, in a couple of days, you're in and out, you don't need to wait in line for IT and you can go to your next stakeholder meeting next week and you can show them some solid results. So um, what you described is what we call micro integrations. Yeah, yeah, so you're, right. you're ERP, ERP kind of, in, but without the the massive project manager cost to ERPing, and you know, getting that 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 whole umbrella view of what's going on with it, with all your data within the company. So, are you looking to do any more integrations? If can you get a zapping integration into anything, or can you? What, what are you doing? Where's where's the where's the roadmap going? Yeah, the the roadmap. I mean, we we really focus on what I call the big four, and you know. The, the, these are what I consider the the big four um, platforms inside the Martech stack, inside the B two B Martech stack specifically, and that would be any um, any ad ad platform. So this would be Google Ads, Facebook Ads, Bing Ads, LinkedIn. Um, that's the first one, and then the second is your analytics platform. So that's Google Analytics and Adobe Analytics, and then the third is your marketing automation, your email systems, which would be right now we have Marketo, Eloqua. Salesforce Marketing Cloud and Pardot. And then the last one is CRM, which would be Salesforce and Dynamics. So if you take any of those systems in that, you know, in what I call the big four, we have a micro integration that connect that can connect any two of them at a time and can do it really quickly. Right. Cool. Oh, that's great. I think we're going to go for our break. We'll be back. I think it's been a really interesting discussion. Sam, thanks for coming on. Like I said, we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Build next-generation WordPress forms with WS Form, the only fully responsive, no-code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature-rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WPTONIC for 20% off any WS Form edition. 
Hey, it's Spence from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with Launch Flows. Get your copy today. Hey, Tribe, are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business? Head over to focuswp.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white label geeks and creatives to delegate to. Use code WPTONIC for a special discount just for the tribe. With FocusWP, you don't have to worry about hiring, firing, or any other HR nightmares. Just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in. Focus on what you love, outsource the rest. We're coming back. Um, it's been a great discussion. I just want to plug my own, and Angie's going to be part of it as well. We're doing the Membership Success Summit on the 28th, the 29th of this month. And also there's going to be an extra day, which is part of the pay ticket, on the 1st of October. It's going to be a great free live event. We've got some amazing speakers. It's about if you're building a membership um, website for somebody or you're looking to build online business yourself, we're going to have a, a load of experts that can tell you how to market it and also build the thing. Um, our keynote speaker is Pat Flynn, um, one of the leading experts about building online businesses. And we've got a, a very impressive group of speakers and you can watch it all for free. And you can watch Andrew and Stephanie. They're fantastic. And I am really looking forward to it. And um, the link will be in the show notes. Like I say, to watch the two um, days live is totally free and it's a great resource so back into the discussion um so obviously you touched on this about how you've managed to market the company it seems you've got this partnership and this alliance with adobe and it seems to have been crucial do you mind me asking um that couldn't have been well i'm presuming that this was difficult um, but I don't know. Maybe you can. Get, how did you develop this relationship with Adobe? And because I think it would be interested to some of our listeners how you develop a partnership because it's talked about a lot. And um, Andrews, in some ways, has uh, benefited from a, a partnership with Yoast, which is Definitely. a leading SEO. Um, yeah. So maybe you can give some insight about that, Sam. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think when when I look back, you know, if you would have talked to me out of college, uh, I'll probably just tell you, hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the average uh, Hawaiian kid, uh, Samoan kid. I don't know anybody. I don't have any network. I mean, all my family's back in the islands. I don't know anyone who works for any tech companies. And you know, for me, um, just looking back on it, though, like anyone who feels similar, like in those shoes, I would just say, like. Just do a good job wherever you go. You you always have your good name to count upon to build a network, and that's how I got into Adobe. It wasn't a, it wasn't an overnight thing that I sent a cold email and they answered back. I mean, none of those work. But what did work for me was 
you know, working for uh, Domo. And I became really good friends with our LinkedIn marketing manager there and really helped him in, in, in a lot of different ways to be able to optimize his spend. Um, I would play horse with him. That's a, you know, just playing horse with the basketball. I'd go out every day and we just talk story as we say in Hawaii and we just shoot, shoot some hoops. I go back in do some work for him, you know, get him the results that he needs to shine in the organization. And then fast forward six years later, and he's one of the product marketing managers at, at Adobe. And so, so he's there at Adobe. He knows what I can do. He's already seen me in action. We're very good friends at this time. And so I have uh, I have a, a connection with him that uh, any other competitor could, couldn't touch, right? And so I can go in with him and, and create this partnership with him. He introduces me to the rest of the team and, uh, you know, the rest is history. So that's, you know, that's how I was able to make this partnership. So. Was there, because um, you said that you started off with your founder, I presume it's your founder. Is the founder the programmer, the uh, the person that programs and that? Would that be correct or...? Yeah, so I'm so I, I'm the founder. Um, you know, I I do know how to program. I I, I built all of the first micro integrations, uh, just right. learning Python uh, on oh, right. my own. And I mean, I never took a computer science course. I I did a lot of YouTube. I took a lot of uh, Coursera classes. I actually would pay the data engineering team back at One on One Marketing in, in breakfast in breakfast croissants, and they would teach me you know, at 6 a.m. in the morning for about a month, every day we would come in. And, uh, you know, for me, I feel like uh, coming into analytics with a finance mindset, the finance mindset of follow the money, I felt like, um, you know, that's that was, that was good for me because I knew what to analyze and I knew what to attack that was going to move the needle for the bottom line so that the finance guys wouldn't get mad because that's how I think. Well, I think you have given a great insight there. So you want to listen there, tribe, croissants, you know, bribe the developers with croissants in the morning. Well, there's another thing there, Jonathan, that's very, very uh, appropriate to our community, the WordPress community, Sam. You know, we have these WordCamps and somebody said, uh, you know, take this with a grain of salt. And I didn't go to the last WordCamp in, uh, in America, which was last week, which Jonathan went to. And this guy said, oh, I didn't go there, but, you know, is it worth it? Does it just seems like, you know, there's a lot of advertisers there, blah, 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 blah. But actually, it's about building relationships. And my relationship with, with Yoast was built via uh, Yoast himself. You know, he tweeted me and said, I love Bertha, what's going on? And six months down the line, we're meeting at WordCamps and we're making friends. And Marika herself came on this podcast a couple of times, came on another podcast like I'm doing. And you make friends with people, Sam. And it's best. It's good to have friends in good places, not necessarily high places, because at the time, um, Yoast had not been purchased by a, a large company. And one of the things that I wanted to say to you is, how did the uh, how did the seed round funding go? That's hard work, right? Seeing these venture capitalists, and they want to know yeah. the inside of the inside leg measurements of your of your your cap, really, don't they? <laughs> That, that's a good way to put it. I never heard anyone put it like that, but that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, from my experience, I don't know. Um, you know, I've seen some founders, of course, on LinkedIn, you only see the success stories, right? But I've seen founders go in, you know, pre, pre-revenue, pre-customers and come away with, uh, with, with, with a nice round. Um, and that just wasn't my experience. I mean, I always tell people, 
for me, it was easier to build a business than, than to fundraise, right? It was, it was actually easier for me to get customers, get my partnership with Adobe, bring on these Fortune 500 customers. Um, and, you know, just for various reasons, I know we're competing in a, in a crowded space, even though we're doing something that no one else is really doing. It's still a crowded space. But uh, it, it was a long journey. I'm talking about multiple years journey for me to be able to um, to be able to actually get this seed round so that it's not just me and Nate anymore. And uh, but it feels great to be on this side of the coin where I've got, you know, I've got revenue and I have the funding and I've got a team now that's that's greater than two. I mean, we've, we're over 10 people now who are working for us. And yeah. and uh, I just feel really grateful to be in this position. But for anyone who's who's struggling with, with that fundraising, yeah, you, you definitely have to be prepared to answer all the questions. But I felt like my fundraising got better when I focused less on giving the perfect pitch, you know, the perfect slide uh, sequence and more on talking about the opportunity and even the problems that I'm facing and, and how the investment is going to help me to overcome. My well, problem. I think, I don't know, just, I've, I just get the impression that serious investors want to see that you know your figures and you understand your business and how you're going to expand it. Because that's why they're investing, because they're investing, because they want to see a return. So if they don't think that you have any real, a really detailed understanding and understanding of how you're going to market and get more customers, they're really not going to invest, are they? Well, let me answer that one because I've been to, I met a couple of uh, institute or not institution investors, but VCs when I was out in New York uh, last year. And one of the reasons they want, they, 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 I think the second part of your story there, Sam, where you focused on the dream, let's call it a dream, the, the, you know, where you want to end up, um, how, you know, and how you're going to get there with new developers, with marketing managers, with customer success people, et cetera, et cetera, people that you can afford to be built. You know, you can now afford to pay your bills and you can concentrate on the on the roadmap and where you want to go. And part of the these wanting to the inside of your cat, cat's leg, leg measurement is the fact of, yes, they must they're trying to understand your business from a financial perspective. Is it a viable product? Is it a viable service? And then as soon as you get rid of that, you can start talking about the dream. Because if you start talking about the dream first, without having that data available, you you can you become between a rock and a hard place. Because at one time in the day, whether that's over a three-month to six-month to nine-month period, and it can also put you off the actually going for investment because this is taking so long. Are we going to do it? It detracts you, distracts you from the business. I know this from having sold a business to a, a large hosting company as well. That distracts you. I was distracted for a year. So you you have to focus. You you, you have to have your 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 nuts and bolts together and your sums added up with the financials. But you also you are so right there. You have to have your roadmap together in your your dreams, your ambitions, your criteria for how for getting there. Um, and, and that is one of the most important aspects that I think the people that don't that are asking for seed funding or or any kind of funding, they don't really focus on that. And they're not really sure of how to get from that A to B. So that's good advice there, Sam. Over to you, John. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. I think we're gonna wrap up the podcast part of the show. Are you okay to stay on for another 10 minutes, Sam? Um, and we call that bonus content, and they can watch the whole 
interview plus the bonus on the WP Tonic YouTube channel and on the live LinkedIn video that we're pushing out as well. But for the podcast, we're going to wrap it up. We like to keep it around 30 minutes, Sam. Um, so, Sam, how what's the best way for people to find out more about you and uh, about DataJoin? I think the best place for me, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn a lot these days. So uh, I think my LinkedIn profile, that's probably the best one to take a look at. So find me on LinkedIn, Sam for my Moana. Um, I'm the only I'm the only one on there. And then uh, datajoin.com. You guys can go learn about more about micro-integrations at datajoin.com. Yeah, thanks cool. for that. Andrew, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? You can find me at Bertha... AI underscore and at Arnie Palmer on Twitter, of course, at Bertha AI. Bertha.ai. There you go. What can I say? How many times do I say it? I can keep on forgetting it, but there you go. There we go. And like I say, um, do join us for the Friday show. Join us live because we um, we have actual people comment live on the Friday show, and it's hilarious. That's at 8.30 Pacific Standard. You can join us on the WP Tonic YouTube channel and also join us on the WP Tonic Facebook group page where the live show is pushed, and you can comment and be part of the discussion. What more can you ask for? We're going to wrap up the podcast. Please join us on the YouTube channel to watch the bonus content of this great interview. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group and also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.